Radio MD. RadioMD.com. It's time for the Dr. Lee Vinoker Show. Here's Dr. Lee. Hi, and welcome to the show, Health from the Outside In. Um, now we're going to look at something, you know, people often say, can you die of a broken heart? And uh, we know that there are effects of depression on the heart and sort of vice versa sometimes. So my next guest and expert, Dr. Arshed Kayumi, is a professor of medicine in the Division of Cardiology at Emory University School of Medicine. He's also the co-director of Clinical Cardiovascular uh, Research Institute there at Emory. So welcome, Dr. Kayumi. Yumi, thanks for being on the show. Good morning. Good to be with you. Uh, so, you know, it it is a little bit, you know, chicken and the egg sort of, and, and it's where do you start? You know, people are depressed. We know that people that have had heart attacks become depressed. We know that depression is a risk factor for heart disease. Is the mechanism the stress hormones and things that are related to depression? Yes, there are many mechanisms by which depression can uh, predispose to heart disease. Um, some of these, as you refer to, are to do with how it alters our function of our brain, um, activates uh, parts of the nervous system that would otherwise not be activated, such as the sympathetic nervous system, uh, causes imbalance there. Um, there is another area of the brain called the hypothalamus, uh, that stimulates release of hormones like uh, corticosteroids and so on, that that can function very abnormally in depressed individuals, which can, over a longer period of time, lead to metabolic changes, you know, sugar levels changing mm-hmm. um, in the bloodstream and uh, predisposition to those kinds of conditions. So, and the other thing is that people's behavior and habits alter as a result of feeling depressed, and this might predispose them to more um, unhealthy behaviors. So, for example, taking up smoking or smoking more or uh, eating badly, gaining weight. Uh, so, And all of these, as you know, are risk factors for heart disease, risk factors for having high blood pressure, predisposition to diabetes, etc. So, complicated ways whereby... Um, an alteration in the function of our mind, if you like, depression. You see it. Um, so this study looked at exercise. This study looked at exercise, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, and the heart effects. I mean, we've always been told exercising well um, is is good. Uh, it, it helps with depression, right? It's one of these things endorphins are released and you feel good about that and all those things. So how did you even start to look at it related uh, to heart disease markers and things? So what we are looking at here is a population that is otherwise healthy. They, they may have some risk factors like high blood pressure or um, you know, they may smoke and all this kind of thing, but they didn't have known heart disease. And what we were examining in these close to a 1,000 people who live in the Atlanta metropolitan area, what we did was to look at um, what we call subclinical abnormalities in their blood vessel function. Um, so we looked to see how stiff their arteries were. Then we tested their bloodstream for activation of markers of inflammation, for example, like CRP. 
and measure their oxidation in their bloodstream, which tells us how oxidized they may be, um, and and those kinds of tests. So the, what we were looking for, if you like, are predisposing factors that lead to subsequent heart disease in the longer term, because these were people who are otherwise healthy. Hmm. And what we found was um, that their depressive symptoms uh, were associated with these abnormalities. So, for example, people who on a questionnaire appeared to be have symptoms of depression, had stiffer arteries, they had higher blood pressure, they had higher oxidative stress, and they were more inflamed. And then we also asked them how much physical activity they were undertaking. Um, so it wasn't a study where they went and did exercise, but we asked them how much exercise they were undertaking in their normal daily lives and then looked at individuals who were actually quite active versus those who were much more sedentary and found that these abnormalities of, of uh, this relationship between depression and bad arteries and inflammation, etc., were only present in people who were sedentary. Those who were undertaking regular physical exercise and were otherwise physically active actually didn't have any abnormalities. Uh, despite the fact that they may have had some depressive symptoms. Uh-huh. The so they so they answered the questionnaire that they still felt depressed for some other reason, you know. Um, yeah, so the depression may have been an intrinsic abnormality, you know, something that they had. But mm-hmm. because they were undertaking regular physical activities, it appeared that they, uh, the ill effects of depression on cardiovascular system were negated by mm. exercise. That that was what this uh, apparently shows. So these early markers, um, so, and as you said, so these, these were younger people that really didn't have, they hadn't had heart attacks and they didn't have, and did you look at it compared to um, uh, other things like high blood pressure and smoking and, and those types of things? Yes. Um, so this, as you referred to, this was a relatively young population. The mean age was uh, 49. And uh, we actually didn't include anybody who had known heart disease because we really wanted to look at the early effects of having depressive symptoms. Mm-hmm. And uh, and basically we found that people who had uh, symptoms of depression, and often they hadn't been, even been diagnosed by their doctors, we, we made them just answer a series of questions in a standardized questionnaire that uh, illustrated to us that they actually had depressive symptoms. And these people who had such symptoms had higher heart rate, they had higher blood pressure, they had higher triglyceride levels, which are, you know, circulating fat levels. They were more overweight. The BMI was higher. They had lower HDL levels. This is a good cholesterol. And um, basically, they're risk score, if you like, you know, there are risk scores such as Framingham risk score that we calculate was higher. Uh, So they were more predisposed. And not only that, they had stiffer arteries, as I said to you earlier. Mm -hmm. So, and and the people, though, that were exercising, I mean, that is a response. Sometimes people do get stressed and exercise makes you feel better so that they were exercising, but they seem to have a better risk score, but still had some issues that they were answering in the questionnaire um, that made you think that they were depressed, correct? Right. Um, now, 
obviously we didn't test them before and after they started to exercise and we really don't know whether they had just started to exercise you know they, we, right. this is a cross-sectional look at people mm-hmm. um, so you could argue that the depressive symptoms may be better because they were also exercising right. but not completely normal and this is not something that we could sort out in this kind right. of a right. study. But another important take-home message, um, you know, we know that exercise is good for cardiovascular health um, by keeping you thinner and, you know, getting your heart rate up in a good way and it has cardiovascular benefits. But now um, this is another take-home message that it also has to do with heart disease, correct? In about a minute or two, is that what you now tell your patients I mean, we always tell them to exercise, but... Right. We always tell them to exercise. And uh, uh, I think the the take-home message uh, beyond what you have just mentioned, which is exercise is good for cardiovascular health. That's an absolute given. Um, even if you have risk factors, even if you have known heart disease, um, there are very few situations where we don't... Uh, say that you shouldn't exercise. Exercise is really very beneficial. (laughs) One more, uh, yeah, one more reason, um, but an interesting study to look at that in young, healthy people. So I want to thank my guest. This is the Dr. Levenoker Show, Health from the Outside In on Radio MD. Stay tuned into your health. 